0: My name is Timothy Eldred. I'm a husband, father, writer, speaker, seeker, coffee snob, pipe smoker, bourbon drinker, and a person of faith. I'm also a friendly disruptor of the status quo who's traveled the world to help people discover their identity. My mission is to end the pain of aloneness and to help people live with authenticity in an artificial world. But I can't do that alone. So I'm glad you're listening. Welcome. Welcome. This is Square Peg, Roundhole. Well, I've been silent for a few weeks, and uh, I must say that I have the best listeners in the world, because I've heard from so many of you through social media and email and text and all kinds of ways that have just said, I uh, missed hearing from you. What's going on? Is there a problem? Are you taking a break? And um, all I can say is thank you. That is very kind. It has meant, meant a lot. I've really missed sitting behind this microphone too. So I am happy to finally be back. The truth is that I've been trying to practice what I preach a little bit more. In the last few weeks, life has had some ups and downs and Twist, turns, bumps, bruises, all of the above since Christmas that have hijacked my normal routine and required me to slow down a bit in order to get a few things done and um, other things under control. And at the same time, I've been able to think about this episode more uh, during that time. It's really grown and germinated in my mind, and um, I think um, blossomed into something beautiful that I want to share with you today. I actually started creating the content for what I want to share with you when Cindy and I were headed to Chicago at Christmas time for just a couple nights away, Um, enjoy the city, catch a show. And the situations that I encountered as we were making that excursion, um, they have not left my mind at all. So I'm incorporating them into this podcast for you today. Now, the overall premise of my thoughts, they center around two words. And I just mentioned those two words already, slow down. And while you might initially hear those words and agree, like, yeah, we go too fast, we should really slow down. There is part of us that explains away the breakneck speed at which we live our lives. We... we Notice it for a minute and then we are right back into crazyville. But I really believe that our reasons, even when we can justify them, are nothing more than just poor excuses and nothing, nothing more. Our fast paced, technology driven lives can really make it difficult to slow down and notice people around us. Notice the words, notice people. Around us. Now, listen, I get that. I'm not an ostrich. I don't have my head buried in the sand. By the way, that's a common misconception. No bird actually buries their head in the sand. No bird does that. Just want to make that, you know, clear, clear that up for you. nonetheless, uh, we do live life. We live life too fast. But no one makes us, do they? I mean, really? Do they? Does someone make us? Uh, we choose our activities for the most part, because we can actually say no. And um, which might make you ask, but how do you how do you slow down? How do you switch lanes? How do you get out of the the crazy passing lane and um, high traffic lane? of life and slow down and um, make that merge. Well, I just said it. And I know it sounds overly simple, but you choose. I mean, it really is that simple. And I'm not just saying it, okay? It's really simple for me to say it. I'll I'll give you an example. I practiced it this morning. Today I had a 9 a.m. appointment to take my vehicle in, and I spent a lovely... Three hours. Three hours sitting in a car dealer, customer lounge, service department, waiting for them to put a sensor on my Jeep. I'd appreciated knowing it was going to take three hours. Uh, I really budgeted like 30 minutes. But no, three hours. And so at first, I was the only person sitting in there. I went in, poured myself a cup of coffee, opened up my iPad to read a book I've been wanting to finish, And pretty soon uh, other customers were keeping me company. So I made a decision. I chose a conscious decision to choose to close my tablet and strike up a conversation. Conversations, I I, I talked to customers. I talked to car salespeople. I talked to the cashier who came through. The second time that she came through, she's like, are you still here? Yep two hours now going on three and on each of them, actually, they were very happy. They were happy to chat. They're bored out of their minds sitting there too. So they would love to have a conversation and like mute the news on the television. So the first lady that I talked to, she told me that she worked for triple a for 46 years. I can imagine working in the same place for 46 years. So we talked about that for a while, I wanted to know more about that experience. Like, how was that company to work for? What did you learn? You know, what did your job entail? And then I learned that she drove her last Jeep for 300,000 miles until the floorboards actually rusted through and they could not be fixed. That was fascinating. I've never kept a car 300,000 miles. And then the next person I got talking to, We were talking about last night's moon. I saw a picture of last night's moon. I don't know when you're listening to this, but on March 7th, there's a moon that came out called a worm moon. My daughter-in-law, Hannah, took a picture of it, posted it on Instagram. I thought it was the sunset until I realized that she's taking a picture to the east, which that's not where the sun sets, so I, I felt stupid. It's called a worm moon. I had no idea. I had to Google worm moon. You should. It's fascinating. The last gentleman I struck up a conversation with for a good 45 minutes told me that he owned and operated a grain elevator. You might want to Google and look that up, too. If you didn't grow up in a rural community, you might not understand the phrase, sorry, grain elevator. He and his wife bought it, owned it, operated it for 35 years. So we compared notes about all kinds of things. Cars, local restaurants, shared our frustration with the cost of vehicle repairs. And in all that, I had a fabulous morning. It was fabulous. It was so much better than burying my head or my nose in a book, which is really akin to proverbial sand, I suppose. If I would have been... um uh, annoyed frustrated aggravated with the whole situation and just kept reading i'd have missed some great opportunities to notice people people others really might never take the time to converse with throughout their day i don't know but i determined today that would not be me i would notice i was going to be present and to give them my very best attention which is what i try to do most of my life i haven't perfected it yet it's got to be intentional it's got to be deliberate to give people your very best intention and um but why did i do that this morning well simple because they were there so what does the jeep dealer have to do with christmas and my point of slowing down well Okay, glad you asked. My observation started when I was standing in McDonald's on the way to Chicago, somewhere probably in Indiana. And to be honest, I don't eat at McDonald's. And uh, very rarely. Fast food in general, uh, really. and uh, Unless I'm like craving a case of, diarrhea, indigestion, something like that. But it's garbage food. It's really garbage food. Everyone should avoid it. And that's just my opinion. So if you work for McDonald's or whatever it might be, um, my apologies. Not really. But I, I needed I needed a bathroom break on this trip to Chicago and I needed a cup of coffee. So we stopped and I decided I, you know, I'm in here. I'm inside. I might as well get something to eat while Cindy's using the restroom. So uh maybe I do have my head buried in the sand because I did not realize that I had to make my food order from like an oversized television screen or from like the McDonald's app, which is not on my phone. I just wanted a fricking number 10. So, since when can I just not talk to a human being on the other side of the counter and say, number 10, large coffee, please. Well, I've missed that since I don't go to McDonald's. It took me 10 minutes just to order a number 10 because I couldn't figure out how to use that stupid machine. What, what number do I want? I don't want that. And I don't want to, I don't want to coke. I want to substitute a coffee. So I was annoyed and, and I made a mental note of that experience. It it stuck in my head. And so then we headed up the highway until we hit the toll road. Now, I have to admit it, I fly a whole lot more than I drive. I don't hit too many toll roads much anymore. Uh, but can I ask a question? When did all the toll booth attendants, like, get raptured or something? Because they're empty. There's nobody in those stupid booths anymore. Seriously, I sat in a lane behind a line of cars watching person after person after person just try to figure out how to pay a measly buck 40 on a toll with a credit card. Whatever happened to like digging through the ashtray that I don't lose use with all my change just to give the person with a hand like a real person with a real hand my buck 40 and change. I mean, I really felt bad for the gentleman I watched two lanes over to my left That it was an elderly man trying to figure out how to use this stinking credit card machine while people are blowing their horns behind him. I probably should have got out and uh, put my car in park and walked over and, and help him. I didn't, and um, but I noticed. I thought, man, that has got to be humiliating, aggravating, frustrating, and then to have somebody blowing their horn and yelling at you while you're trying to figure it out all because you're born in the wrong decade now i realize no one is going to listen to this podcast and go that's right tim's rant is right on the money let's ab- let's abandon progress and efficiency and speed i mean if we can call it progress i guess but i'm going to say it nonetheless no matter who's listening and what it might change because we are or maybe we are becoming Disconnected people who've lost or I guess are losing our sense of belonging, happiness, and perhaps just our overall sense of well-being. Because those are the things connection creates, but we are disconnected. Just just look around. Just take a peek around society and I'll just two areas, just two areas alone, mental and physical health. We are a mentally declining obese nation in America, at least. I don't know where you're, where you're listening from, but our mental health and our physical health are less than desirable for sure. I mean, we're in free fall. If you just do a little statistical analysis and just look at like the average BMI of America... And then our mental health crisis, I mean, is it any wonder that 20%, almost 20% actually, of the American population report to using antidepressants and opioids? No, there's no, there's no like big shock. It's become normal now. When when did that become normal? And that's just the 20% of those who report honestly. I mean, when I'm even talking about people who hide their pain, and that's what we're doing, by the way, friends, we're eating away or watching away, or popping pills away, or pain uh, through prescription or those who don't report illegal substances. Does this feel right? Does, does it feel right to anybody? And, and I, I'm not picking on you if you got yourself into that situation or you find yourself in, in that situation, but I'll just say it, it's, it's, not, it's not right. No one's talking about sleeping better, eating better, exercising more, turning off the television. We just if there's a problem, we have a prescription for it. And while there might be factors, many factors, reasons, whys, wherefores to the situation, it just doesn't take a rocket scientist or brain surgeon to figure out that the failure that we're facing, it's tied to connection or actually disconnection, which ties back into the two words I began to highlight at the beginning of this episode, slow down or slow the hell down, which is actually four words, but uh, it's better uh, verbal punctuation. So do, do you know what else the lack of connection erodes in our lives? Empathy. When we slow down and embrace Personal interaction over artificial automation like fast food order stations and humanless toll booths or self checkouts in grocery stores. Don't even get me started on self checkouts in grocery stores. Uh, we decrease our understanding of others' perspectives because we have no interaction with them. No wonder our world is increasingly divided. I mean, this would be a really good place for me to call out, like, some, you know, boycotter or ban, huh? I'm not doing that. Although I think you should quit using, you know, self checkouts and uh, people need jobs. So last week, last week my mother-in-law died. Now I blogged on that and you might think that that's a jump. Where do we just go from self checkouts to my mother-in-law? Stay with me. Now, my wife is a very, private person, as public as our lives are, she's quite private. So during the 10 days of um, my mother in law's struggle and um, time in the hospital and sleeping in recliners and back and forth to Michigan and dealing with family and then getting there for funerals and all the above, we didn't post anything on social media. We don't usually post much on social media. I use it for professional purposes. I'm not telling you about all this stuff in my life. I think that's silly. It's just not who we are. We don't live our lives that way. And and this is very judgmental, I'm going to say it anyway, that when I do look at social media and I see most of the things people post, my first thought is, oh, what is lacking in your life that you have to succumb to? Living publicly on a Facebook page, and if you're listening and that's you hey I'm not I'm not I'm not throwing rocks, I'm just asking you to think about that a minute because it's not normal, but you know what if it's not on Facebook, it's not real, right? If it's not on Facebook, it never happened uh, so we didn't put it out there. And how did some people respond? Well, they were mad. They're upset. They're disappointed because we didn't know. Listen, if you were connected to us, you'd know, right? And if you didn't know, you're not connected to us, but you can still slow down and inquire if you want. But, you know, we don't do that. So we settle for Facebook. And so that's how we build relationships now. We really don't have conversations. We just post stuff. And if it's not there, people get upset with us. At least they did with us. Now, that's the power of connection leading to empathy and how it improves our relationships with others and then leads to greater compassion and greater kindness, resulting in more opportunities to do it all again. So let me tell you, the highlight, not the best word for what I'm about to say, highlight, but the highlight of our story, of our trip to Chicago, that really put a capstone, I guess, on what had already been brewing in my mind um, during that trip of what I want to talk about today, which is now weeks ago. But let me get, begin by telling you something new I learned yesterday. It's a code. And uh, it's 625ILCS5 forward slash 11-601. What the heck is that, you say? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you. It's the Illinois Traffic Violation Code, also known as failure to reduce speed to avoid an accident or driving too fast for conditions. Which definition of the code cited by the police depends on the situation of your accident. So here's the deal. As we're we're leaving the city, someone driving too fast for conditions, too fast to notice, too fast to not be able to slow down, um, encountered us. And Cindy and I were put into a out-of-control spin at 65 miles an hour. And after our vehicle was hit three times by other cars, we finally came to a stop when we crashed into that center concrete median at 51 miles an hour, which I know because it's amazing the information you can recover from your car's computer when they're doing some research on the cause and the results of the accident. So I guess, you know, black box in your car, progress, I'm probably okay with that progress. Now, don't worry, I'm not gonna go into details, but don't worry, our bodies should recover fully over time. We hope, right? But now you know, right? My mother-in-law, an accident, you know a couple of the reasons. I have not recorded an episode in a while. But comes down to this. One person going too fast can really, really do great damage to other people's lives. And I'm not talking about driving anymore. I'm just linking our accident with the greater point of this particular podcast. I will tell you something about the accident, though, that I really do think puts an exclamation point on my point. Uh, No one. Let me say that again. No one stopped to see if we were okay. No one stopped their car and got out to see if we were okay. Listen, there are parts and pieces of my car which was half a car by that point, from the wreck strewn up and down the Chicago Skyway while my wife is actually in the car sitting next to me, unconscious. And no one slowed down and took time to notice our condition. Well, except for a tow truck driver who knocked on my window and whose first words were, hey, you need a tow? Moron. Now, I say all of that for one reason. It's not to be critical or condemning. My reason's real simple. My heart breaks. It's why I do this podcast, Living with art of Authenticity in an Artificial World. My heart breaks for people caught in the wreckage. We'll call it wreckage. Good word for this. Wreckage that we've created In uh, the name of speed, efficiency, advancement, and progress. And just like the person cited with violating Illinois traffic code 625ILCS5 forward slash 11-601, who caused our accident, all, all we need to do is slow down to notice the conditions of our fellow travelers on Life's Highway. The lesson here, really, in this entire episode is too simple for me to explain in any greater detail. But I'm afraid. And that's a legitimate fear. I'm afraid that many listeners will only pause for a moment to absorb what I'm suggesting before they go back to speeding their way through life until they have their own wreck or crisis anyway. Listen, friends, we we have some adjustments to make in our driving habits. Let's just call them driving habits of how we live. Everyone, especially you. See, don't it's not good to apply like a podcast or something you're reading to somebody else. I mean, make it personal everyone, especially yourself, would be so much better off if we just decided to quit trying to keep up with the speed of traffic in life and slow the hell down. Notice the conditions of people around us and pay attention. Just pay attention. Even if that means putting our iPads away to have a conversation with some strangers in a Jeep dealership or wherever. More often, Because at the end of the day, that's really all we want for ourselves as well. We want people to notice us. We want them to stop talking about themselves and inquire about our lives. We want real relationships, not manufactured friendships on social media. But no one else uh, can make that happen. No one. Just me. Just you. We are in control of our own vehicles, our own lives. Why? Because we have a choice. So, maybe we could just start by putting down your phone, turn off your TV, make some eye contact, or share a smile with a stranger, talk about their 46 years with AAA. Maybe we could slow down and volunteer, No, that's a novel idea, and get involved in like a community event, maybe we could remember that at the end of our lives, like my mother-in-law, the only thing we have that lasts, our legacies, are the relationships we nurture and the people we notice. So today, thanks for slowing down and taking your time to listen. As always, I encourage you to live your humanity with humility and authenticity in this artificial world. Don't, don't compromise your identity and don't apologize for being a square peg in a round hole. Now, before you close out of the app that you're using, please be kind, leave a review, preferably five stars. And I'd really appreciate it if you would share this podcast on social media. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.